Welcome to this episode of the 5Ws podcast. Today we're going to look at episode 8 of the Marvel slash Disney Plus series. What? I don't like the way he says what if at the start. It shits me. I don't know. Just doesn't sound right. What (laughs) if? It just doesn't sound quite right. My name is AJ and I'm here with Maka. So let's get started. What? Where? Where? Why? How many ways can you lie? How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? (laughs) Who? The star of this episode is Jeffrey Wright. Is it Uatu? Uatu? Uatu, I think it's how you say it, yeah. Uatu himself. What? Episode 8 of the series, What If Ultron Won? Where? Starts off on Earth, then kind of goes everywhere. When? Starts off with events similar to what was seen in Avengers Age of Ultron, then goes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Time to wrap up this series? I thought this was the last episode, but apparently it isn't. Lol! So there you go. Start the episode starts off with the Watcher explaining that, like many other realities, What If has explored. This reality we see in this episode doesn't have to go long to go, or so it would seem. Black Widow then appears on a bike being chased by Ultron bots before Hawkeye appears and helps her with the threat. After the fight, Natasha reveals they've come to Russia to find a way to stop Ultron. Great act, a great opening action sequence. Um, like everything in this episode, I thought it was really, really cinematic and well yeah. done. I, li- I like the part where Hawkeye was pinned down by the two Ultron bots, and then you just hear the hear the bike in the distance up in the air coming and it comes crashing yes. down on them. Just, just, just things like that. And I'm looking at that, and then there was a few bits later on, and it's like, man, they they really, really put a lot of effort into this one. Um, Good, strong opening. It took me a while to notice Hawkeye's artificial arm. Any precedent in the comic book for this Macca that we know of? Uh, I, I saw it straight away, but no, nothing nothing to do with the comic book. Nothing. nothing no. Book. Okay, yeah. No. I, I didn't see it straight away. I don't know how. I, just, I, I, was, I was distracted by Lake Bell. But uh, anyway. Who <laughs> <laughs> <It> wouldn't be? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> the Watcher then takes us through and explains how this reality came to be. In this universe, Rather than the Avengers stealing the cradle that held Vision's body during the events of Age of Ultron, Ultron succeeds in transferring his consciousness into the body. Taking control of the Mind Stone allows him to lay waste to the world. After cleansing the Earth, or so he thinks, Ultron meets Thanos, who is searching for the Mind Stone. Before he can hear the Mad Titan's plans, he kills him, takes the rest of the Infinity Stones for himself, and sets out on a mission of universal domination. Okay, Maka, how did this... you react to okay. the bit with Thanos? Whoa, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Seriously, my, my head exploded when I saw that. I just went, holy cow. Uh, <laughs> they, got... just, they just did that. Yeah, I got <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I got a bit of a quibble, but that's okay. Where, where did I mention that? Anyway, personally, yeah, good, good the way they bumped off Thanos like that. At a comedic level... It would have it would have worked out better if he was mid-word or mid-sentence. If he was just starting to deliver one of his typical Thanos threats and didn't even get a chance to get out of his mouth. You know what I mean? I, I think that would have worked just a little bit better. And it would have been funny as hell. So anyway, that's my opinion. 
I like this as an alternative universe with a real sliding doors sort of thing going on in regards to Ultron. This just works better than some of the other what ifs that were tenuous at best. Because this was something, you know, Ultron was trying to do in the movie, get get the, you know, what became the vision body for himself and it got stuffed up for him. So, so I just like though this is all done and all that sort of thing. Ultron's first stop is Asgard, which he promptly wipes off the map before heading to Ego, the Sovereign and Sakia, Sakar, to do the same thing. But a roadblock awaits him on Xandar in the form of Captain Marvel, who drives a robot to the planet's core to destroy him. Carol's plan fails, of course, and Ultron destroys her along with Xandar, which was the last planet he had to conquer. I liked how on Sovereign you actually had the Guardians of the Galaxy actually there getting wiped out. Yep. Uh, that, that was a really nice detail. I like the little Cybertron world that Ultron uses to go and wipe out everywhere else in the universe. It was all done really well. Just, you know, the planet appears and sets forth all of his minions and they go and do their bad stuff and all that sort of thing. Just, just looked really, really good. Without a purpose, Ultron begins to feel a sense of dread, at least until he rises to an unfathomable level of consciousness and realizes the Watcher's a presence. Not wanting to risk the robot escaping from the multiverse, the Watcher stops overseeing that reality and explains there's still hope for it to survive. And the bit where the Watcher realizes that Ultron can hear him and starts to panic, that was done really well. Uh, and then when he goes back into his little sort of multiverse hideout and he can he can hear Ultron, it's like, oh, I can hear you, I'm coming for you sort of thing. Just, just, just done really, really well. Mm. And, 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 you know, here we are, we finally crossed that line where it's been, it's been, you know, it's been something we've been leading up to, but all of a sudden the Watcher is involved right in the middle of the action, which is just awesome. Hawkeye and Black Widow make it to the KGB archives. Here Widow believes they can find a way to stop Ultron. The Watcher returns and observes them searching. He reveals to the audience the file on Arnim Zola is the key. With the knowledge that Ultron is pursuing him now, the Watcher considers breaking his rules and interfering, but he decides against it and looks on as Natasha and Clint persist in the search and Natasha finds the Zola file just as Clint is about to give up. Um, the growing urgency and desperation of the Watcher as, as, he, as they get close to the file he wants them to look at and then they don't and then they do and then they don't. It's just really, really well done. After waiting all this time, it's great to see him playing a bigger part of the story in the story uh the old stereotypes that if something has uh backwards r it's in russian lol uh, it's like yeah armin zola and the, and the r is backwards like oh it's russian <laughs> talk about tetris man when the watcher returns to his multiversal domain okay i was just doing some research on the watcher i thought he was supposed to have a base on the moon or something yeah, like that. yeah? is that normally yeah. what he has and so, yeah and and didn't really seem to show it on this. And also, uh, from what I read, that he's you know he's one of many watchers, and his focus is kind of like Earth and just you know the immediate surroundings of Earth and that sort of thing. I've uh, they, they've kind of broken away from that a little bit. I don't mind, but it was just interesting to take note of. Yeah. Ultron finally discovers him, breaks through, and launches an attack. Back in Siberia, Natasha and Clint find Zola's last remaining AI and convince it to aid them in taking down Ultron. Great to see Toby Jones back as Armin Zola. More on that yeah. later. Really good. Uh, he, he did a fantastic job just as that disembodied voice sort of thing. Great voice acting. I think he could teach a few other people in this series a lesson about how to <laughs> do a really good job. 
stay in character and sound similar to how you were. I liked how he had that little camera that was, you know, kind of emoting for him, looking around like, no, don't do that and all that sort of stuff. That was really clever. And the way that, you know, Clint convinced him just by threatening to pour water on him, that was really cool. So, yes. uh, yeah, just, just yeah, excellent stuff. A group of Ultron bots arrives at the base, but Hawkeye is ready and hits home with an arrow containing Zola's consciousness, which will allow the former Hydra leader to make his way to the big guy. Okay. I thought the bots, the Ultron bots, look really, really cool in this episode. And I thought they were actually much more menacing than what they were in the movie. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I visually they look awesome. I think yeah. maybe it's oh, I guess they were because they're CGI in the movie, but maybe it was a lot more easy to animate uh, when it's a bit more of a two D, three D looking it may, thing. Maybe I, I think I think you are <laughs> on on the right sort of track. That it, I think it is more to do with animation, and they just look more plausible even with good CGI. I think they just look more plausible in an animated sort of universe. There's that sort of thing. Their design looked really good. I liked how they came through the tunnel and some were crawling and some were climbing oh, yeah. the walls and some were hovering and all that. Just, just really good. Yeah, so that was really well done. Unfortunately, because Ultron is not within the confines of the universe, Solar is unable to reach him and the bots remain loyal to him. And Natasha attempt to escape, but Clint dies in a battle where he sacrifices himself to allow his friend and the Zola bot to get out of the base. Elsewhere, the Watcher continues his fight with Ultron, but things take a turn for the worse when the robot knocks the omnipotent being out omnipotent. of his multiversal unit. The, the battle between the battle between Ultron and the Watcher is just freaking awesome. I, mm. I like the way they've designed that version of Ultron. I like that weapon he's got in his hand. I don't know if there's a formal name for that. But it just looked good. It just looked the way he was good, looked good the way he was using it and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, they, they, I'll talk about more of that later. The two do battle across various realities. And while the Watcher gives his best effort, the Infinity Stone powered Ultron proves too formidable a foe. Without any other option, the Watcher travels to, well, you just have to watch for yourselves to find out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tell you. Suck it up. <laughs> a good idea that they kept the last guest star secret. They didn't name him in the opening titles. They just put up his name at the very end, which, yeah. which was fine. Uh, good, good way to do it rather than blow everything at the start of the episode. And we're not going to blow that now. So you're going to have to watch and find out, <laughs> suckers. All right. I found after a while that I was, um, as the episode went on, I, I was just forgetting um, that it wasn't, what's his name, doing the voice of Ultron. And the guy actually doing the voice was just fucking great. Really, really good. At, um, yeah, that's, that, that's Ross, Ross Marquan. I don't know how you say it. Um, he's, he's the, he actually uh, did the voice of the Red Skull in the last couple of movies. Took oh, over okay. from um, yeah. Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's, all, he's also, um, geez, I keep forgetting his name in the, in the Walking Dead, but he's fantastic in the Walking Dead as yeah, well. Plays a character you see in that, or in the, yeah, yeah, I sent you a picture of him. Oh, <laughs> he, yeah. He's he's kind of taken on the Rick role, or what oh, happened yeah. to, oh, yeah. Yeah, to Rick to Rick in the in the Walking Dead with uh, 
he lost a hand and he's got the beard like Rick has. And oh, okay. yeah, he's kind of taken on a bit of a Rick role, but um, Rick yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, but um, I've seen him like, I've seen him, sorry, I know we're going on slightly on a tangent okay. here, but I've seen him when he's on the talking dead and he has actually been able to mimic some other actors. And it's just like, that's him. Like but to, to, yeah. to me, like when he, when he did the red skull, he pretty yeah. much did um, Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull. Like it, it's it's he's mimicking skills mm. are really good. Um, there's two shots there. One shot is from the episode we watched, and the, you know what the next one's from. Oh, that's uh, Dan, isn't it? Yes, it is. So just look <laughs> at the similarity of the shots there. Oh my god! So, <laughs> and I'm I'm sure <laughs> that Tomorrow War didn't even invent that shot. I'm sure if I looked around enough, I could probably find that. Oh, for sure. The original yeah. version. I'm sure. Sh- I just. I'm. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's something I've seen. I just can't place it. Anyway, I don't mind. I'm just pointing out just just the for if anything more. So I'm just pointing out the cinematic nature of this episode. It just looks so mm. good. They, you know, um, I'll make that point later. So there's also great sound design in the battle between Ultron and the Watcher. The electronic crackles and the lights and all that sort of stuff. The visuals are freaking awesome. Just such good quality, such good action. The staging was amazing. The best I've seen all series. And it's really getting up to an anime level of quality for the battle between the two, fighting each other hand-to-hand like that. Just, I'm, I'm going to go back once again and do some screenshots. There's just some stuff that was so cool. So, yeah, good. it was good the way they staged the action between the two sets of events. Cast. I think Lake, Lake Bell should be hired as Black Widow permanently, even in live action. What the hell? Just say, just say, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow was a fake Black Widow. Here's a real one. <laughs> Seriously, oh, she's, she's so good. She's, she's had the surgery or something? Had to change her <laughs> appearance? Oh, yeah. You, you thought she was dead, but she really wasn't. Oh, my God. How many? That, well, that's, a, that's a comic book death anyway. And um, then yeah. again, Scarlett has settled her little lawsuit with Disney. So um, she should be able to come back now. Um, Toby <laughs> Jones is just awesome in the Zola role. He does mm. a great role communicating the way he does with just a disembodied voice. I've seen him do characters and bad guys in other shows, and he's just always really, really good. You wouldn't think so. He's such a pint-sized little sort of like almost troll of a man, but he just has this way of portraying himself that just, yeah, just a classic bad guy, character actor, bad guy. I thought Jeremy Renner was great as Hawkeye in this way, in this one. It really gave him a chance to shine, unlike a lot of things where he's always in the background or playing second yeah. fiddle or third fiddle, that sort of thing. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch his show when it comes out where he gets, he gets you know, to, watching him in this, I'm thinking, yeah, he probably could hold something up by himself. So you know what I mean? It's just something we haven't been able to see up until this point. He was, he, I, I enjoyed him in um, uh, whatever the, the Bourne movie that sort of he replaced uh, yep. Matt Damon's Bourne. Yeah, um, I think he was he was he was great in that, and I think he's been in a couple of the Mission Impossible movies as as the he CIA yeah. agents. Yeah. I mean, he's great in that, and yeah. yeah, I think I think the Hawkeye character is probably uh, yeah he is a sort of a I don't want to say it second stringer, but he, he's not one of the big guys, and I think the TV show is probably he's probably better suited to that that character better probably yeah better, better suited to the TV show than a movie. I think yeah, which I think. Where, where they're going with the TV show for Hawkeye uh, it was a great uh, run on the series of comic books. And okay. I think they're take, taking a lot of elements from that. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 
as I, as I said before, the guest star reveal at the very end was handled extremely well. I'm not going to give any spoilers. It means, of course, the next episode. What do you mean, dear Watson? <laughs> it means, of course, <laughs> it means, of course, the next episode is going to go in an interesting direction if they continue this storyline. <laughs> I, I, I think it is. I think it's been followed. Come on. Come on. How many times have they done this in this show? And it's like, that's only part one of a two part story, isn't it? And it's like, no, <laughs> that's all you're going to get. Just imagine if they did do that. <laughs> I'm giving this five out of five. I, I just think that this symbolizes what if is at its very best. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just demonstrating how I, it can be. And I'm not saying other episodes are shit, but I'm saying other episodes, I think, weren't quite as worthy as the what if sort of thing. I, I, I think this one where they take the actual point of the movie, like I say, the sliding doors thing and go off in a different direction mm. to how it went in the film, to me, it just works a lot better. And then, then they just extrapolated on that and just had Ultron going nuts with the power of the um, Infinity Stone and then, you know, scoring the other Infinity Stones and all that sort of thing. Just just really demonstrated that, um, you know, just having the potential to become such a being like that. Although there are already some nerds out there, how come he just didn't snap his fingers? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he, didn't make, uh. he didn't use a gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give us some thoughts, man. I'm talked out. Yeah, I, I you're okay. You're smashing it out with a five out of five. Um, the way my scores have been going, well, I mean, as, as I said, I've absolutely loved this series more than you have. From from our score point of view, no, from our score. No, I know you've loved it, but like from a, from our scores, I've like I've like yeah. I've really sort of. I'm, I, if I'm I'm gonna maybe give it a six or a seven out of five if I can, because like yeah. as I said, this this was just like I mean, this was a what well, I, I don't think it even went for half an hour. And it, to me, it was like, a, yeah, it was a movie. Like I was watching, yeah. you know, like imagine seeing this on the big screen. Like, whoa. It would, well, it that, would that's that's the thing. I, I don't think I made that point. I did mean, did I make that point? Yeah, that that, that yeah. Like I, I like I kept saying, very cinematic. Um, you could probably take part one and part two of this and make it into something that could be watched in the cinema. That sort of thing. I think it would be really effective. Is that I, I just can't understand how it gets to be such a cut above the other ones. It's like. Were they not making as much effort with the? You know what I mean. It's just hard to well, tell sometimes when it's the same people working on something, and it's just something just all of a sudden like, whoa, where did that come from? You know. Yeah. Well, I, I think as I mentioned, I think in our in the previous um, review, uh, a lot of the sort of endings or, or the way the other episodes were sort of cut short due to budgets. I reckon they probably chucked it more into this one. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That. Or maybe this was actually. Maybe this was earlier. They actually had this one in production earlier or anything like that. Mm -hmm. True, like true. That. Um, and maybe it benefited from that sort of thing. I was reading, a, I was doing a little bit of reading up about Owatu, and um, it's been estimated that he has actually intervened in events about 400 times. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. he's, gotten in, he's gotten in trouble with other watchers for being not enough of a watcher and all that sort of stuff. So well, there's, there's been, um, uh, like I, I didn't read it, but I knew, I know of it. Uh, there was a storyline where I think Nick Fury, not the Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury, but the uh, I guess the way the comics are in the comics, Nick Nick the uh, Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury is the son of the original Nick Fury from World War II. Yeah, uh, he 
uh, was accused of killing the watcher and they were using his eyes as something. So like basically the watcher oh, okay. was killed. They cut his eyes out for something. And oh. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And so like he, he's been in, he's been in, he's been in the comics. He's been like, yeah, he's yeah. involved. He's not just like, I'm just watching. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well, that's the thing that, 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 that's the classic setup. It's like, I'm the watcher. I never interfere, which is ultimately saying I'm going to interfere. How many times does that happen in movies, TV shows, anything yeah. like that? It's like, you know, don't go over there or don't open that or all that sort of thing. It's like, it's going to happen now. <laughs> and yeah. so, and so, yeah, I, I just watch from above and I never intervene. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> That's going to fucking change. <laughs> but, but it was, it was really good seeing it come to a head here. And I liked how, Without giving away spoilers or cast members, I like how it is going to link back to a past episode as well. Yeah, that, that's that's I, really, really cool. So yeah, I unfortunately when I was clicking on I just to get my uh, I saw I'm guessing a still from the next episode, and I see a certain uh, version of a Star Lord uh, from from Wakanda. Uh, looks like like he's going to be involved. From yeah, that, that's, so. that's. I don't mind giving away that, but that, that's what I was speculating. I was thinking, you know, there's one more left, and so will the next one be the um, last appearance of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther or as as probably, a yeah, I think so, I, I would yeah. say it probably would be. So they must have. It's good. It's really good, and I'm not surprised. But 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 is that going to be what it is? Is he going to have to draw on pretty much every? Um, episode we've seen so far it's it's entirely possible so you know what i mean well we've still got a if you if you remember from the first episode how a uh, agent carter or captain carter nick fury sort of got her to sort of i guess he was putting together yeah. a alternate version of avengers so yeah yeah, yeah it'll, be, it, it'll be interesting to see yeah we'll the be next episode for sure yeah, in two days time but anyway all right. Anything else to add to this? I think we're pretty much done with it. No, nah, I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. Bring so, on the next episode. <laughs> bring on the next one for sure. You really can't wait. Just, just a really good, really good. I wouldn't even necessarily describe it as a cliffhanger, but just, just really so like, okay, we're ready to see the next episode now sort of deal. So yeah. So that'll be good. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you with the last episode next week. Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, where, when, why? How many ways can you lie? How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? All right, welcome to this episode of the 5W. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. What, what, what? I'm recording. I know, I know, I know I'm recording. Sorry, I... Is there somewhere where you want me to do my reaction to what happened to Thanos? When we talk about Thanos, I guess. Okay, okay. No, I just thought you might at the oh, beginning the of the episode. Oh, going like, well then. I'm looking sorry, good. sorry, it's sorry. It's never as good on the second time. <laughs> <laughs> it never fucking is, I swear to God, most of the time. <laughs> if, if, if something fucks up on the first time, I'll, I will actually edit in the first time as much as I can until it goes wrong. And then edit in the second time. It always starts stronger every single time. I swear to God. Okay, pump up. Uh, uh, oh, I nearly threw up a bit.
what? Why the fuck am I there? <laughs> oh, one of the best bits in the universe that had a really that had lots of really good, lot of really good bit. Oh, I must have been fucking drunk when I wrote that fucking those two <laughs> Um, you didn't fuck with them, did you? No, I haven't touched. Dude, you're the one that sends me all the notes. I'm just on charge. <laughs> The om- omnipotent being omnipotent. out of his multiversal unit observatory. Omnipotent. Thanks for the big words, man. <laughs> omnipotent. Omnipotent. It's not a big fucking word. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, me draw, me not uh, write. <laughs> the, the battle between 